to a special beer and food episode of... Brutal Battle. Yes, so it's actually been a little bit since we did one of these, I think. What was the last one? Uh, I don't even remember. Was it the chocolates? Was it the chocolate? It may have been the chocolates. Where everything was enrobed in chocolate? Enrobed, yeah. In which case, if that was the last one, it definitely has been a while. Like months and months, like many months. So this one, people will know by the title of it, is Beer and Corn Nuts. Now, are people out there familiar with corn nuts? If not, I will just say I love them. But I also had a really hard time finding them. Yeah. Uh, A lot of times I remember finding them at, like, gas stations, uh, you know, the convenience stores at gas stations. For a while they were available, like, 7-Eleven, Wawa, stuff like that. But we had a hard time. We went around, and I feel Mm -hmm. like there's a conspiracy to push corn nuts out of the market. Well, I don't really... Did we check at 7-Eleven? I don't know, but we checked Wawa, and we checked a few other places. No grocery stores, that's for sure. At least near us. Yeah, at least near us. That's... It's just insanity. We ended up ordering online. It's not really insanity. It is insanity. If people know how good corn nuts are, it's insanity. Plus, I believe that corn nuts will prove in this episode to be perfect with beer. Well, perhaps. I sat down at the table and said, I feel sick to my stomach looking at these corn nuts. Well, if that's the case, let me tell you what corn nuts are, because I'm actually going to give backstory. And that's probably going to make me actually have diarrhea. I hope not. Uh, so corn nuts, this is from a website called heartlandnuts.com. Not cornnuts.com? No. So it talks about a bunch of stuff. So corn nuts are individual kernels of corn that have been seasoned and toasted until crunchy like a nut. Invented by Albert Holloway in 19, <laughs> 1936, Rebecca. These are old school They were right invented. Yeah. Just like someone, in, <laughs> hold on, just like someone invented the potato chip. I guess. It's just funny. It's the same thing. That's not funny. Albert Holloway worked hard to create corn nuts in 1936. (laughs) Um, He created them as an accompaniment to mugs of cold beer served in taverns. Oh. Boom. So that's what this is intended for. Uh, It says they're sold at grocery and convenience stores across the nation, but that's bunk. Not completely around the nation. Maybe it used to be like that. Though originally made from, made from everyday kernels of corn, corn nuts are now made from a Cusco corn hybrid grown in the United States that procures the giant kernels of corn found in every bag. Because they do look larger yeah. than normal. Wait, so what is it? It's a what? It's a Cusco, which is a variety of corn. It's oh. like a hybrid to make the kernels larger. It's a hybrid of what? Of different corns? I assume they mean like hybrid... Of that style to make the kernels bigger would be my assumption. There are six different flavors of corn nuts, and they are packaged in six different sizes from 0.8 ounces to 7-ounce bags. The flavor... Okay, so I'll just tell you... So there are bags smaller than what we have. Because our our bags are 1 ounce. Yeah, apparently, which that's like... It's really small. Okay. Uh, So I'm just going to tell you the two we didn't get. We have four... We, I couldn't find the other two. Um, so the two that we didn't get are nacho cheese and salsa Jalisco. That's me barfing. No, they sound good. Uh, it's a popular snack, not just for adults. <laughs> uh, so they had a mascot, apparently, for advertising initially. 
called Winky the Crow. Winky? Winky the Crow. The Crow? And there was a popular slogan for them that was, Corn Gone Wrong, was the slogan. Which, I don't know, if someone tried to do that nowadays, people would be like, does it have E. coli or salmonella? Yeah. Um, yeah. Corn Gone Wrong. But, just so you know, you can make your own corn nuts at home by deep frying individual kernels of fresh corn. Prepare the kernels first by soaking in water in the refrigerator overnight. So that'll make them get, like, bigger and more puffy. Uh, Drain the corn and take approximately one tablespoon at a time and gently drop kernels into about three to four inches of hot grease or oil. Use caution. Well, obviously. Uh, When they turn brown and are crunchy, they're done. (laughs) That's the recipe. So then just take them out and, like, let them drain and then just season them how you want. So, pretty easy, folks. And there is your education on corn nuts. So now, Rebecca, that you know what corn nuts are, how do you feel? Rebecca's actually reading the back of one of the bags right now and looking disgusted. But here's the thing. We were on a road trip not long ago. It's actually when we were coming back from uh, the State College Brew Expo in Pennsylvania, and we were coming back, and I'm like, man, I want some corn nuts for the ride. So I bought some corn nuts at the uh, convenience store at the gas station we gassed at, and I think it was barbecue flavor, and Rebecca was like, ew, gross, how can you eat that? And then guess who ended up eating a significant amount of the bag as we were driving? It was like Mm -hmm. a good, like, hangover type food. No, it's just good in no, general. Okay. It's not good. But also, we're going to do this. of note, guess what? what? These are made by Kraft Food, and it says visit us at cornnuts.com. So? What's that? I just said it. Are you sure it's not cornnuts.com? I bet we could have just ordered from cornnuts.com. You know, I don't... The thing is this. If I went to cornnuts.com to get my information, it'd be propaganda. For sure. <laughs> I went to a third party... To get the real <laughs> story about corn nuts. The history of the corn nuts. I, I don't want the information from someone who has a stake in making them sound better than they are. Well, you'd have to dis- just disclose that information. Yeah, exactly. And let the listeners make their own educated decision on their about feelings the of the, the, corn nuts. the corn nut. Okay, so let's go ahead and start with the <sighs> beer. So I have one beer for each type of corn nuts that I picked out. Although, if we are tasting and we're like, oh, I think this beer might go better with this. We might just decide to try that as well. So we're going to go through the beer, then try the corn nut, then try them together, and then keep going. All right, so the first beer I have is Cali Creamin. It's a vanilla cream ale by Mother Earth Brew Company, and they are out of... They're out of two places, actually. Vista, California... And Nampa, Idaho. Yeah, they have two locations. And the ABV is 5. 5%. Nice. Yeah, nice. Oh, no, I just cut my nails. It's in a can. It's hard. When you cut your nails, it's really hard to get under these tabs. Hate it. They have a tool for that. There's a tool for that. There is. All right, so there's your Cali Creamin. Pour a little bit from a sale. The name of this beer sounds dirty. It does. It definitely sounds dirty. 
Alright, so, let's talk about the coloration. It looks like a yellowish, orangish. Yeah. It's very clear. Very, yeah, I'm say very clear. I mean, most cream ales are yeah. pretty clear. Color? Oh, smells like a cream ale. Yeah. And you definitely get that vanilla. Yeah, the vanilla is very present, which is really nice because, I mean, how many times have we had beers in our personal lives and on this podcast where it calls out a specific ingredient, you smell it, you taste it, and you're like, where is this friggin' beer? Yeah. Or where is this ingredient yeah, in the, the friggin' beer? beer? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely a lot. It's It's got like, it does have like a corn yeah, it, uh, finish yeah. on the nose. A little bit of like weediness, That's corniness. Serious. Corny, so corny. Naked Cheerios. Naked Cheerios. Cereal. Cereal. Yeah. But it smells very clean, refreshing, and vanilla-y, which is important. And I feel like it tastes exactly how it smells. Yeah. Even down to that, like, corn and, and weediness on the end. Like, a little bit of hay. And it's the, it has that finish that I like. Now, the thing is, the vanilla is mainly all up front. It doesn't really, like, linger. What lingers is those aftertastes, like, the corn and, and, like, the hay. Okay. That's what lingers. Okay, so the first corn nut we're doing with is, this, which people could probably guess. It's just the original. It's just a regular. Just a regular? It's a regular corn regular nut. Regular old corn nut. All right, let's let's go ahead and... You're, you're going to hear crunching in this episode, folks. It's just like... Crunchy, roasty. It tastes like a Frito. It does, actually, a lot. Yeah. That's one of the things about these. Yeah, they taste a lot like Fritos, which maybe part of the reason we're having a hard time finding them is because Frito-Lay is really squeezing the market Mm -hmm. to push these guys out because they taste like Fritos. I feel like these could be good on top of um, chili. Yeah. Well, and that's what people do with Fritos. Like, the thing is... But these are better because they're smaller. Yes. Well, and these taste like Fritos because this is what Fritos are. Mm. They're just formed differently. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a it's a nut corn in nature. Yeah. So honestly, people, if you can't find corn nuts, you can substitute Fritos. Although I would lobby for the actual corn nuts if you can get them. Th- there's also, in my opinion, something that's a little more fun about eating a corn nut versus a Frito. Because Fritos are just like flat. And these are, like, mm. more textured. Like, there's more crunch. There's more to go through when you bite. And I, I'm big on textures. I really like a nice crunch with things. Okay. So, that's what I like about this. This is so good. Decently salty is something that yeah. needs to be called out. So, if you're very sensitive to sodium, it's probably not for you. But corny, Or if you're also roasty. sensitive to... <laughs> Some other ingredients. Any of the ingredients We may in not here. know what they are. Artificial sodium enhancers, blah, 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 stuff I can't pronounce. So, it, it so actually... Have, have a corn nut and a beer. Yeah, I did. What do you think? It doesn't work. I don't think. It doesn't? Well, and what, so? It takes... Well, at least with this one because of the vanilla. I feel like it takes all the vanilla out of the beer. It does downplay the vanilla, but it also... Takes a lot of that corn out of the beer. Yeah. Don't you think? It doesn't work for me. It makes it a little more hay-driven. So, okay. So, here's the thing. 
I agree with you. It, it, it does kind of take the, the vanilla out, but it also makes the beer cleaner mm. of a finish. Okay. Because you're not really getting, like, the corn finish yeah, in see, that, like, I like hay. that finish. So, for me, I no likey. So, but here's the thing. If this was not a vanilla cream ale, it was just a straight cream ale. Then it, maybe this could work. Then it would enhance the beer, in my opinion. Eh. The fact that there's the vanilla in this and we like that. Yeah. It doesn't work with it, but if it was just a straight cream ale, it would definitely enhance the, the corn nuts would enhance the beer because it's giving it a cleaner, more refreshing finish. Right. And focusing more on the flavors up front that you like about cream ales and, I mean, I like. So, just saying. Okay. Mm. So, that was pairing number one. Yep. Let's do a rinse okay. here. Carlin's going to do a rinse. I'm going to grab our second beer, which is by RAR. And they are um, from Cambridge, Maryland. And it is their Country Ride Pale Ale, 5.4%. So most likely this is like an American style pale ale because REI is well known for hoppiness. Okay. They're all about get the hops. That back to you. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and get your water out of there. Okay. A little bit of this country ride. Okay. So let's give it a shot. So RAR, just so people know, RAR is uh, or at least around us, very well known for their 16-ounce cans that they do at, like, special releases, which you have to basically wait in line for. Um, so they do a lot of hazy IPAs like that. But they're also pretty well known for doing kind of like a smoothie-style sour, where it's like a sour beer with fruit and, like, vanilla or, like, some sort of lactose typically added to it. Much like we've talked about Burley Oak and their sours, it's very much like the Burley Oak Sours. So, most, all the stuff that they put in stores is not what they're most known for and most what's most yeah. popular. This has a little haze to it. A little bit. Kind of expected that. Yellow-orange-ish. Yeah. Actually, the color's pretty close to what the cream ale was, to be honest. Mm, I think this has more orange to it. Yeah, a little bit more. But close. Yeah. That smells more hop-driven than you it's, assume from typical pale. Yeah. I was expecting sounds, that. There is a decent hop on the nose, for sure. Yeah. It's like, it's a nice citrusy hoppiness. Yeah, but it's not, like, juicy citrus. Yeah. Um, it's a little sugary smelling. It's a little sugary. You're getting definitely some of the citrus. And then I think there's a little bit of a pine undertone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's a little bit like like sugary citrus candy. Yeah. Almost. A, li a little resiny. Yeah. Definitely. Slight bit of that um, candy Smarties. Okay. Uh, which I usually get in hoppy beers from Trogues, but I'm picking that up in here. Yeah, and good good job calling out the pine, because it's not super mm -mm. out there. It's like kind of an afternote at the very back of each sniff, so good job ferreting that out. I said it's an undertone. Behind. That's what I'm saying, like, yeah. but I'm saying, like, it's, Good job, it wasn't easy. Ferreting in that out. So giving, <laughs> giving, you, uh, giving you props for That's really funny. getting in there on that beer. I took my first sip. It's really nice. It's a nice, flavorful pale ale. The nose reminds me a little bit of their Nanocoke Nectar IPA, mm -hmm. which is yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, this is really easy. Yeah. It's a nice, easy, flavorful beer. 
It's got a decent mouthfeel, too. Yeah. It's like a medium-low mouthfeel, which is a little more than I was expecting, which is a good thing. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this. Yeah, I like a nice mouthfeel, but it's a lot of citrus. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of citrus. There's a little bit of that sweetness coming in at the end, like we were talking about getting in the nose. Again, it, it's another beer that kind of just tastes how it smells, which is nice. Yeah. I like that. I feel like there is like a little bit of that kind of cereal finish. Okay. At the end of it. Okay. Now, this one is, we are pairing with the ranch corn nut. Ranch corn nuts, buddy. Now, these, one of my lesser favorite flavors, but still good. You have had these ranch corn nuts? I've had ranch corn nuts before. Rebecca, I have had plenty of corn nuts in my life. Well, not plenty, but... The things I do in secret. Oh, is this like something you did in college? Um, well, usually when you go out with like your work friends, I'll like crack a beer, put on some light music, lay in just my boxers on the bed. Douse yourself in corn nuts? Very seductively eat some corn nuts. Just me and the corn nuts for a night. This is kind of really, (laughs) really weird. No, I don't love them that much, but. So your thoughts on the flavor? I like the flavor of the ranch. I mean, I feel like the spice blend on it is a very typical ranch yeah. flavoring. Uh, kind of reminiscent of like ranch Doritos, cool ranch Doritos, sorry. But I think more toned down mm-hmm. than that, a little less bold. Once again, corny, roasted, definitely a good amount of salt to it. Yeah, I feel like these are I less... Like it though. I perceive less salt because of the other flavors in this. I Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I feel like I'm not going to like any of these pairings. For me, like so I feel like, feel like it just takes all the citrus out of the beer. It does. It totally does. Wow. So I'm wondering if that's really like the salt that's doing that. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what type of beer these corn nuts were made to go with in the 1930s. I don't know. But this, this like, um, it makes the beer just taste like dirty malt. It's just, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like dirty malt grain. Maybe we should have tried this with, like, macros to see if it would make macros taste better. Probably not. Yeah, this is not a good pairing. The Mm. first one wasn't a good pairing. Well, Albert, when he created corn nuts in the 30s, they did not have craft beer. Yes, they did not (laughs) anticipate. So he wasn't making it for this. He was probably making it for, like, honestly, what he was making it for was just super bland, like, lagers, I bet, with plenty of diacetyl in them. Okay. You ready for number three? Yeah. Okay. This is Heavy Seas. Out of Baltimore. Is this just called 23? Yeah, it's their 23rd anniversary oh, beer. Okay. Yeah, they've liter- they've been around for 23 years, yes. they're mm-hmm. in, As far as Maryland goes, they're one of the oldest breweries in Maryland. And it is a triple IPA. And it is 11.5%. Jesus. I hope I don't taste that. 
Well, we'll find out. I don't want to taste all 11.5. I really hope that the hopping, like, hides it well. Because <laughs> that's that could be real rough. It's, it's pretty red-orange. Red well, it's going to be more syrupy and yeah. dark if it's that high. And the, I want to say this can again, because the can mm-hmm. art is really cool. It is cool. It's really cool. It's kind of yeah. like pirate death metal. Yeah, there's sense. like a volcano of skulls. It's kind of playful, though. It doesn't, it's not yeah, yeah, super right. dark. It's like slightly cartoonish. Um, and it says the can art is done by One Drop Studio. It's good artwork. It's yeah. got like skulls on it and an erupting volcano and like some yeah. waves, giant waves coming in, a bunch of skulls. It's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, so this definitely ha- it has some, it's orangish red. It kind of looks like a scotch ale. Yeah. In its darkness. Yeah, yeah. Like I can not, see that. Not quite as dark as a scotch ale, but close. Yeah, it's really like reddish orangish. That's crazy. And even the head has some color. color. to it. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> it smells syrupy as hell. It smells yeah, thick. it does. Does it? What is that? I don't know. I am kind of stumped. There's definitely some pine in there. Okay. That's the only thing I could get. I'm like, there's definitely pine. And then beyond that. It's just like syrup, uh, syrupy pine. Yeah. There, there is a little bit of some sort of citrus note in there, but I'm having a really hard time picking out what that is. This one also smells kind of sugary. I was just going to say brown sugar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's that sweetness would be brown sugar. But not like a dark brown sugar, just more of like a light brown sugar. I feel like I get like a little bit like a Necco wafer in the end of this each sniff. Hmm. I don't know if I know exactly what a Necco wafer You bought like. Necco wafers for yourself at some point this year. Oh, but they weren't for me. They were for someone else. Oh, okay. I thought those were for you. All right, let's try this bad boy. Like I said, I don't want to taste this 11.5. Hmm. It's really syrupy. It's like really thick. Your thoughts. <laughs> Rebecca Rebecca looks like she she might not want to say anything. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about this because it, it, this is typically not a style or I don't like syrupy. I don't but I kind of like this. There's definitely pine. It's definitely yeah. like very piney. I do get a little bit of that Necco wafer like in the flavor at the end like I was talking about. I mean it definitely tastes boozy. Yeah, it's really boozy. Oh, I wouldn't say really. Well, I mean not really boozy in the sense that it tastes like overly astringent. Right. But. It warms you up. Right, exactly. You could tell that it's yeah. high alcohol is what I'm saying. And but, part of that is with how syrupy it is. Right. It's very it's not, thick. It's not astringent. And when beers get like astringent like that, I'm like, I can't drink this. I could drink this. I don't need to buy more of this. But I think there's a place for this in the market. I think people would like. So I say overall, I do like this beer. I... I don't really particularly like that little Necco wafer flavor at the end, 
but there is a good amount of pine in this, and I like the way the pine is presented in this beer. And I think for being as large as it is, even though it is thick, it's smooth. Smooth. Okay. So I don't like love the beer, but I like the beer. So, so be pretty good. This one is going to be paired with the chili picante with limon. So with yes. lemon. Um, yeah. So like a ch- hot chili with lemon. But real quick, I would, I'd rinse my palate if I were you. Why? Because the um, the lupulin and hops is going to take the the heat down. So you should cleanse your palate first. That way you're going to be able to tell most the the real difference between to... having the corn nut on its own versus having it with the beer. Yes, I want all of the flavors <laughs> of the corn nut. Chili picante. Definitely get the lemon. Yeah. There's a good amount of lemon in there. It tastes like the base corn nut. With lemon. With lemon. There's a definite, like, hot spice to it. Like, a chili, a specifically chili-tasting spice. It's not hot it's not initially, spicy, yeah. but it builds a little bit. Mm, it does. A, like, a little. I know, but it builds a little bit. And if you keep eating, it's going to build a So eat a few, so you get Jeez, a I little need, bit. I had enough. Well, there's a point to what I'm doing here. Keep eating until you feel like you get a decent amount of heat building up. I don't get heat building up as much as you do, though. For me, it just keeps building. And along with that, I taste the lemon even more. They're so lemony. They are very lemony. And it almost should be lemon corn nuts. These are ones that, uh, honestly, I wouldn't buy. You said that about the ranch. Yeah, they're not my favorite either. But I would buy the ranch over these. Just because, like, I'm not big on heat in... And the lemon is a lot. The lemon's too much. So the beer? I feel like it... Oh, go ahead. You were going to say something? No, 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 go. I was going to say, I feel like this is the best pairing because it doesn't... I agree. It doesn't really take away anything from the beer. And if anything, I think it makes it... Makes it I perceive less booze. Yeah, I definitely perceive less booze. I think it extinguishes the heat in my mouth. The beer extinguishes the heat that's in my mouth, just like washing over it. Um, And I feel like it makes this beer, I feel like it enhances the pine a little bit, and it makes it a little brown sugary, in my opinion. Hmm. Which, I like, I wasn't tasting that initially, but after having these corn nuts, I feel like I taste a brown sugar note in there, too. Yeah, I think just the... Thickness, the heaviness of this beer kind of stands up to the corn nut. Mm-hmm. Because those are, those are like, relatively aggressive flavors, especially, especially that lemon. Yeah. Like, that lemon is, like, aggressive. All right, here's a rinse. Okay. That was good. I, You know, I'm going to be honest. I like the beer more with the corn nuts. This is the first pairing where mm-hmm. I feel like it legit works. Yeah. Like, Yeah. And I like the beer more with the corn nuts because it brings the corn nuts into check. Yeah. Okay. I, I can Takes down that. the lemon, takes down the heat. It's nice. Okay. So our last beer is um, a porter by Manor Hill Brewing. 
Mm-hmm. And Manor Hill is out of Ellicott City, Maryland. And it is 5.5%. Yeah. So it just ended up this way. We just went and selected these beers, but it ended up being that. Yeah, three are from Maryland. Yeah. Well, first of oh, all, three are from. That's bubbling over and coming down the side. No, it's fine. It's not that bad. Okay. It, it's fine. Um, but it also ended up happening that, um, you know, Manor Hills, a brewery, we've had beers on the podcast before, but haven't for a long time. So we haven't even talked about them yeah. for quite a while. So it's good to revisit. The same thing with Heavy Seas. We haven't had them on in a while. It's good to revisit them, especially because they're very historically important to Maryland. Hugh Sissons, who's the owner and one of the founders, um, he's known for having done a lot for the craft beer industry in Maryland, like pushing through laws that have been really good for making it easier to have a craft brewery and distribute and everything. So big ups to Hugh. Um, And then RAR. We just had their Groove City on, so they were kind of recent, but we haven't had a ton of their stuff. Mother Earth Brew, California, slash Idaho, and it's uh, never had anything from them. Every time I hear Idaho, I just want to say Idaho. (laughs) Yo, Idaho. (laughs) You is the hoe. (laughs) This looks so pretty as a board. Like, the head is just like that beautiful tan chocolate milk. Yeah. You know when, like, you're a kid and you blow bubbles in your chocolate milk? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like. I feel like that's a child rite of passage. Like, you have to do that. I mean, we would do it so much. Our mom would just, like, keep yelling at us. We would just keep doing it. And it would bubble up. You know, you perfect to the point where, like, it bubbles up so much, but it doesn't quite overflow. And then it comes back down. Yeah. Does it look like a porter? Yeah, it's dark. It's... Yeah, it's dark. It looks more like... Like color, I can't even see anything yeah, around the edges. It's dark. <laughs> well, and it has a really dark brown head. It looks yeah. m- looks more like an imperial stout, yeah, rather than a porter. Although the nomenclature, you know, semantics, you can kind of change it however you want. Mm. It smells odd to me. There's a. Does it smell a little like grilled chicken? I don't even know if I want to admit that, if it does. It smells like barbecued chicken. Rice? (laughs) That's a reference from the movie The Room. Um, (laughs) Barbecued chicken rice? No. It's definitely like roasted malt. And it smells a little bitter. Yeah. I'm sorry, this smells like barbecued chicken. I don't... From the grill. It's weird. It's you don't very mean, weird. You mean just like chicken from the grill, not chicken with barbecue sauce. Yes. Chicken with barbecue sauce. Because oh. there's a little bit of a tanginess. It's like a ketchup-based barbecue sauce with like some cumin in it. Um, I, it's weird, man. It, it's weird. I don't... I don't know. I'm not getting that at all. Are you sure you didn't... You don't have seasoning from the nut in your nose? I didn't snort it. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what I smell. It's really weird. But as I continue to smell it... I'm not getting any of that. That's Well, it's good. I hope I don't taste any of that. That's okay. weird. Maybe it's just a moment where, like, my no. brain's confused. There's some weirdness. Okay, so I just took a sip. Take a sip. Well, hold on. I just want to say, like, oh. as I continue to sniff it, I am smel- smelling, like, a chalk- a chalky dark chocolate in Give there. Me- 
give me the water. I wouldn't want to rinse my mouth. This water? Oh, no. no like, my cup of water. <laughs> Think something's going on there? I get a flash of that barbecue chicken up front, dude. I know. That's I'm not I, kidding. I got that, too, when I first took a sip. And I'm like, let me just rinse and see. But I'm telling you, barbecue chicken up front. It does go away kind of fast, but it's there. I'm not getting barbecued. I, I kind of get what you're saying, but it yeah. doesn't taste like that for me. Okay. For me, I'm perceiving more of like a, a smoke. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a decent um, smoke to it, for sure. Yeah. It's a little, yeah, it's definitely kind of smoky, almost a little bit of like a tobacco yeah. to it. I don't particularly like that. Okay. Dark chocolate, definitely coming through. And the more I drink it, like, the less of that I'm getting. That, like, kind of barbecue chicken. You know, and, may, and maybe part of it is my association with the that barbecue chicken. Maybe a lot of that has to do with the influence of what that smells like to me. Yeah. Because, obviously, smell and taste are so closely related. Well, so, this will be anyway. interesting because the, the corn, corn nut, nut we have paired with this is barbecue. Yes. And I feel like tasting this, this could be a really good pairing. It could be. I'm rinsing. Now, now this, I'm going to be honest, this probably is my favorite corn nut. <laughs> Barbecue. How many people have a favorite corn nut? This guy. Probably you after this episode. <laughs> Okay. That's some good barbecue, right? It is the best corn nut on the, in the lineup. That's what I'm saying. Once again, like the other flavored ones, the salinity, like the saltiness comes down. And I think that's a part of why I like it so much. It's probably the least salty of all of them. And like there's a nice amount of cumin in that barbecue mix. And paprika. Like the cumin and the paprika in there tastes really nice. Paprika. If there's not cumin, it tastes like cumin. Mm-mm. The ranch had cumin. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could taste it in that, too. But the barbecue has a bit of a sweetness to it. You know how there's, like, different types of barbecues? There's, like, a hot type of barbecue. There's, like, a sweet, and there's a tangy. This one's a little bit more of, like, a sweet with, like, a little bit of that tangy, which I like. So, of note... The one with the highest sodium content. Is the chili picante. Uh-huh. Interesting. I would have thought it would be the original. Mm-mm. And actually, the ranch has more than the original. Huh. Can't perceive it. Flavors. The beer. I mean... I think it makes the beer creamier. Yeah. Which is interesting. It makes it leathery. This is kind of hard for me because the beer by itself, I'm just kind of like... You weren't a huge fan of. Right. So, I don't think the corn nut did anything to help or hurt the beer. Um, This is how I think it changed the beer. It took the dark chocolate notes out. Right, which I liked. It made it creamier. And it accentuated the tobacco, and it gave it a little bit of a leather note. So, if you're more into, like, those tobacco-y, ashy, leathery porter notes, 
then okay. the barbecue corn nuts with the beer is what you're looking for. But if that's not your thing, then yeah. So I guess pairing wise, we have definitely that IPA and the chili picante. I guess followed by the porter and the barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then... By the way, going back, going from the beer to the corn nut, it's making the corn nut way more tangy. Mm. And like, kind of like, tasting like it's more ketchupy driven, and making it more salty in mm. perception. So, just saying. Okay. Um, okay, so... Best pairing was the Heavy Seas Triple IPA and the Chili Picante. Yeah, for sure. The second best was the Manor Hill Porter with the barbecue. Yep. And then, what are you feeling I'm, about the other two? Um the the Mother Earth the Cali Creamin by Mother Earth Brew and the original corn nuts. I think because, like I said, if this was a straight cream ale, well, right, if that would have been straight, a really okay. good pairing. I think. Okay, I could get behind that, and then. The RAR Pale Ale with the Ranch. Yeah. That one, those just didn't work. Yeah. Did not work. Now, is there anything that you think, if we switch any of these this up, would be good? I don't think so. I think the flavor of a corn nut is just... To me, the corn nuts are good, but like, after you've been drinking. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're like, saying. Like, I don't want to eat corn nuts while I'm drinking. It's it's much like people who um, you're done drinking and you just want to eat a bunch of potato chips right. or something. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Or Doritos or, you know, yeah. Fritos, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah, I don't think... Well, and, and the big thing is all of the nuts, they have a strong base flavor yeah. that carries all the way through each one. So, all you're adding is a little bit of spices, you know? And d- varying degrees of saltiness, so. And then you want to, you probably want us to rank these beers. Yeah, we want to rank these beers for show. So, did it, if, well, oh. ho- real quick, hopefully people learned something from this. Which is? I mean, chili picante, corn nuts, and triple IPA. Oh. I mean, IPA in general, probably pretty good, but more on the multi side, I think, would be good. But also, if you like the, like, the more like leathery, ashy, tobacco-y porter notes than porter with the barbecue. Corn nuts is for you. Yeah. So, this okay. Is, this is such a thick porter. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I said, it looks more like an Imperial Stout, so. All right. Your ranking time. Go ahead. I'm getting more smokiness on that porter now, too. Okay. So, ooh. What? Mm. I I need my top two. This is this is kind of hard for me to like actually do the ranking. I much like a bunch of the episodes we've done recently. I need to go back and taste a little of this, a little of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see that. You are dancing in your chair for what reason? Because it's Saturday night. I like that. Okay, you go. You go oh, before me. Okay, I'm going. I am gonna say my number one is the Cali Creamin. Okay. 
um, by Mother Earth. Um, number two, I'm going to go with the RAR Pale Ale. Um, I think number three, I'm going to go Heavy Seas Triple IPA mm -hmm. and then the Manor Hill Porter. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to agree with you hmm, on really? that. Yeah, I'm 100% agreeing. The Mother Earth Cali Cream and Vanilla Cream Ale, the RAR Country Ride Pale Ale, the Heavy Seas 23 Triple IPA, and the Manor Hill Porter. I, um, they're really close though for me. All of them? Yeah, kind of. Like in their succession, like I feel, I feel it's like in a race with like bicyclists when there's like, it looks like there's almost like a log jam coming uh -huh. into the finish. That it's kind of like that, like log one, like jam. like one is right behind two. A and bicycle jo log jam. No, like yes. So it's like two is like right behind one, and like three yeah. is right behind two, and it's like no one's trailing way behind. Yeah. So it's like one and four. There's an a decent ish amount of space between them, but not individual. Yeah, exactly. Well, this so is a very interesting analogy. And to be honest, I had a hard time. Between the country ride and and the Cali Creamin yeah. for first, I had really trouble close. with one and two, and then three and four. I had trouble. Yeah. Yes. That, yeah. Yes. Yep. So it was kind of like a. I mean, it was basically a photo finish, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I like all these beers. I do. I like the top two more than the bottom. Well, yes. Well, Me sure. too. Me too. But you know. Okay. So overall, these corn nuts can be wrapped up, and you can take them to work. <laughs> Until you're done drinking beer, and then you're going to be like, oh, you know what would be really awesome right now? Ice cream. Corn nuts. Ice cream. Or maybe ice cream with corn nut topping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. That sounds bad. It sounds so bad. Well, I depending on the ice cream, because there are some savory ice creams out there. No, no, no. Just saying. I don't think I... If I never ate another corn nut again, I my life could be okay. All right. We may have marital issues now <laughs> because you're talking a lot of smack about McCorn nuts. I just yeah. Albert is turning in his grave. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I don't. That know. man did a service to society. I mean, he he worked with what he had. He's an innovator. <laughs> they're they're okay. This is a bold this is a bold statement. You've had a lot of bold statements, <laughs> but this is a bold statement. There may be no Fritos today if corn nuts didn't come along. I, 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 no, I don't. Just saying. No. Corn nuts are the original Frito. I want to know. I need some proof to this. <laughs> and better. I need resources. All right. Sorry. Anyway, uh, when, we've gone on long enough. Hopefully this was fun and at least somewhat educational for people. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to try and pick our brains for what we can do for the next beer and food episode. And people, if you have any ideas, let us know, email brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com and say, you know what I'd really like to hear paired, paired with beers on your episode? Whatever. Is it sushi? I don't know. No. Is it Thai food? No. Maybe. No. <laughs> no. Is it different types of seaweed? Possible. Okay. You need to go to bed or something. You're <laughs> okay. coming up with horrible ideas. Different flavors of Twizzler? 
Okay. Anyway. Oh, I, I, sorry, this is going along, but one last thought. When I do think about these episodes, the beer and food episodes, I usually think back to one beer and food pairing in particular. Do you know what that would be? No. The Trogues Brewing Jovial Belgian Double with Skittles. Oh. Because not only was it an awesome pairing, but it was so mind-blowing that it was an awesome pairing. Yeah. It's such a weird thing, but it works yeah, so we well. Did, had the Halloween, the candy. Yeah, that was the leftover Halloween candy, yeah. which I think was last year. Was it not long ago? Yeah, it was a year ago. I think. It, well, I it wasn't it, this year. Well, no, I think it was two years ago. Uh, maybe I don't know. Anyway, anyway. okay. Well, thanks yes. for listening. Um, hit us up on the social media, and always remember to keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.